Yo, what's up, Rockerly? Uh I'm just listening to the show right now. You're doing a bang-up job, bro. Um, I guess. But, you know, I would totally have sex with the cancer-ridden Battlestar Galactica president. The woman. Yeah. I'd only do her while she's bald. I mean, other than that, I'd, only, I'd have to be drunk. I know that this is never going to be played, but my God, you have to know, Wackerly. Bald chicks are not hot, but I would still bang them. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. Get down on your knees and kiss this man's feet. I'm Lance Wackerly. If I was that dude, I'd be dreaming of boobs. We're going to stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Uh, can I go when this starts to suck? Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your host, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly over here. What's up there, Wackerly? Uh, did you miss me this past weekend? Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Slaving I'm by behind the microphone. <laughs> behind the keyboard and the recording equipment. So this is this is 332 part two, which, okay. uh, well, I was wondering what was going to happen because I kind of, so once again, personal tragedy mars my life and I have to go and get an emergency flight to a funeral it sucks because it's like so expensive. I had to fly. You know what I had to fly? Spirit Air, it's the worst mm-hmm. airline. The hands down, the bottom bad. of the barrel airline. Have you ever flown that? Yeah, it's like they get when another airline like rips the seat covers off their seats and gets new seat covers. They just give the hand me downs to Spirit Airline and they put them on their chairs. Did Spirit the the seats in the back are smaller than regular airlines? Like the seats, and I'm talking coach. Or because they have like you can that's what they say they're like for an extra forty five dollars you can upgrade to a big seat, right? And so you'll see like these guys that are too big, they're too, physically too large to be sitting in coach sitting next to you. Yeah, like, I, I sat next to this black guy, um, you know, because I was flying to Detroit, so most of the plane was black, and uh, I'm not even joking about that. I don't think other people, I don't think other airlines go to Detroit. So Spirit's kind of well, like North, the... Northwest doesn't even exist anymore. That used to be the major... Well, there's no direct flights. ...for Detroit, the Detroit area. There's no direct flights to Detroit. You have to go to Chicago or Vegas or somewhere. So it's funny. It's like you get on the plane, and I'm, I'm not trying to be racist. It's just like half the plane or three-quarters of the plane is black. It's not racist to say that, <laughs> that there were a lot of blacks on the plane. I don't think I'm flying into Detroit. But anyway, I'm sitting next to this guy that was just like he was just an enormous man. He was just a big guy. He's probably like six, seven, six, eight. I would say probably 280. Has the sugars. Two hundred and eighty pounds. And he's he said to me, he's just like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And I looked at him, I was like, Yo, not as sorry as I am. <laughs> and it sucked. It it sucked. I was like ensconced between his folds. At least the woman next to me was normal sized. So I was kind of pushed up against her. Oh, you're in the her, middle really. seat? Yeah, I was in the middle seat. I was in the middle oh, seat from the, the from L.A. to Las Vegas, Las Vegas to Detroit. Las Vegas, by far, is the best place to be, have a layover. I had like three hours to kill. You can drink everywhere. You used to be able to smoke there, not anymore, but you can gamble. 
But you can't do that in any other airline. Yeah. In the airport, you don't even have to leave the airport. Hey, gamble in the airport. I don't people think great. people understand that who've never been to Vegas. So uh, a close friend of mine uh, passed away this weekend and, and was sad, and I had to go to his funeral, and um, it was in Bay City, Michigan, which is a place that I never thought I would have to return to again because uh, my the parents were in Michigan. And, uh, yeah. Saginaw Bay. Well, I grew up in Bay City. I went to high school there, and uh, Wackerly grew up in Midland, which is only, what, 20 miles outside of Bay City? Something like that. You know, Wackerly, I was thinking about this. You should watch out, because I had Bob Madigan die. And my close friend died, Kessler, on this, this past week. He's been on right. the podcast as well. These yeah. things happen in threes. It'll probably be P-Town. <laughs> you think it'll be P-Town? <laughs> I just hope it's not me. I fear I'm scared of death. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. But if, uh, but but you know, at my friend Kessler's funeral, I'd say, was probably the best funeral I've ever been to. Not that funerals are all are, are a good time at all. This was a pretty good. This was like as far as funerals go. There was no religious element to it. There was no rabbi. There was no priest. There was a a great playlist, which most funerals don't even have music. So we're like, there's Joy Division. Um, Are you serious? Echo and the Bunny. Yeah, yeah. His sister like went all out and made this playlist. I didn't know if she was going to do something, so we just bought a Neil Diamond Greatest Hits CD and figured you could just play Neil Diamond in the background because every song is marvelous. It's very sentimental. Very sentimental. And uh, Air Supply would have been nice. All right. Kessler after, the show, after the show, you and I are going to have to talk about any potential playlists you might have for my funeral. Well, I was wondering about that. It would definitely be some uh, Randy Newman, that's for sure. Sure. I, I'd like what, to hear the bird is the word. Well, you remember when I did my will not that long ago, a few years ago yeah. when I went on that? Well, I guess it was like four years ago now. But I think I didn't specify the music played at my funeral. It never even crossed my mind. But Gotta now go I can edit the will. Yeah, I'm going to go back and edit it. I definitely want some Motorhead. I definitely want some Slayer. I think I want Dust a in the Wind? Ooh, I don't know Kansas. about Kansas. I never really liked that song. Yeah, but it's funny. It's ironic. It is. Yeah, I guess it would work, especially if I was being cremated. <laughs> it's or, uh, ir- ironic. Yeah, ironic. In the sort of not real definition of the word. Sar- you know, well, sarcastically I play it. I just think it'd be funny to play stuff like Cannibal Corpse, you know, fucked with a knife or guar. It be that funny. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great just having the background. I listen to that music, the doors, I think it'd be great. But I mean, whatever. But, but the other people don't want to listen to it. Well, those people would have to out of respect for the dead. I'm not going to go to your funeral. Oh, you better be at my funeral. I'd go for your sister's sake, but that's the only reason. I don't. I don't generally you go speak? to funerals. Would you speak it? Would you no. speak at my funeral? You wouldn't speak at my funeral. What the fuck, Wackerly? I'm offended here. You wouldn't speak at my You'll funeral. Be dead. What do but, you care? What do you have to out of like a tribute to your your fallen friend here? Do you we, want me to talk about podcast. the podcast? You would have to be like D. Simon and I. Did a podcast for many years, and we grew close during this podcast. And he's a brilliant speaker, a uh, biting, biting wit. <laughs> How about if I just get all the old, the old raw footage and have like a and do a blooper reel? I guess that might work. I don't know. I, okay. I would definitely speak at yours. I don't know. I mean, and you know what else I would do? Wackling? Wait, 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 wait! Nobody's asking you. First of all. <laughs> Uh, you know you don't have to. I understand. It's tacit. I can understand that you you would want me to. But you know what I would do for you, Wackerly, and this is what I offered actually, because uh, Kessler Kessler's probably my closest friend of all time, and we made a pact years ago, years ago, 
because from Bill Hicks actually because we were both Bill Hicks fans. Bill Hicks said you should have a buddy that knows when you die you you have an acknowledgement with them, a contract, a pact if you will, that you go out and you clear out the porn or any other kind of illicit material that you don't want the parents or their siblings to find. And I actually told uh-huh. uh, my friend's mother, I was like, you know, I, I don't mind going out and doing that. I will do that out of respect for him and out of respect for the family as well. And uh, Are you what? supposed to tell the mother that you're doing it or is it supposed to be clandestine? I no, guess I, I, I said Both to her. Both ways it still works. They know, well, the moms know that there's bullshit in there. Well, plus my friend Kessler didn't die in Michigan. He died in uh, New York. But I, I said to her, I was like, if you need help, I'm here if you need me. And so I, I think they're going to have a cleaning crew do it or something like that. So I don't have to do it, which is fine because it's not a very easy thing to do. But Wackerly, I'm saying to you, if you if you died in your house, let's say you overdose on alcohol, drink uh, one too many bottles of Jameson, I would go and I would discard the collection of little shoes you have in your crawl space. I would throw them all away. No one would ever find them. I don't know if I'd dig up the hookers, but. Well, what are you, what are you good for then? <laughs> I, I'm actually I'm, I will actually absolve you of that responsibility. I I don't care. So wait wait dead. when you die I'll you don't dead. care. But what are you, what about your good name? You don't you do you want your mom and dad to find out about that? I don't care. I will be dead. All right. Well, you got to promise me you're going to go through my computer and get rid of if some I, of those pictures. If I had a foundation, <laughs> a charitable foundation, or maybe a nonprofit that say was like going to go on and do my good work of bringing you know petting zoos to <coughs> reach to around foundation children's <laughs> reach around hospitals, <laughs> then I would care that my name wasn't you know dra- dragged through the mud. But let's face it, I'm not leaving much of anything to anybody. So. Well, not yet, but I think I once care. this podcast, a few more years, Reach Your Own Foundation will take off, and then it'll be, you know, Lance Wackerly's Fund for Children, and you know, then when they find out, oh, you see, really are. Well, so y- you didn't let me finish. <laughs> I was saying I was going to absolve you of having to come over and clean up my apartment, but I was going to ask you if I die, if you could just delete all the podcasts and erase it from iTunes. And <laughs> so wait, wait, destroy your legacy? Is that what you're saying? No, no, destroy it. Yeah, destroy our this the legacy of this whole show. Yeah, but this is your legacy. This is what you will be passing on for posterity. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want it to be passed. <laughs> you don't want you don't want like your 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 brother's children's children to be like no. I had this uncle, great uncle Wackerly. I don't want people listening to all this hours and hours of me going on after I'm dead. I think you it's know. almost like it's haunting. That'd be weird. It's almost like you're in the room or something. I kind of feel I'm like kind of I'm kind of like one of those Aboriginal Africans that like, I mean I'm I'm more atheist than anybody, but <laughs> I feel like maybe my soul would be trapped in the tubes, the intertubes. <laughs> and if you don't delete all the tracks. Then you won't be able to pass on to the spirit realm. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like a a trapped soul in everybody's iPod, just like being played over and over and over again. I have to relive those moments. All right, Wackerly. I will do that for you. I won't clean out your porn. I won't clean out your collection of little shoes. uh, But I will delete any evidence of this podcast. You're such a liar. <laughs> you, have a new, you have a new host like in a week and a half. I know, and at that point, I'm like, all the money will roll right in. Like, finally, I don't have to split this anymore. Right. You so know why? Because it'll be like Van Gogh's podcast. <laughs> when I was alive, nobody cared. But you, You'll come back died. from the dead to haunt it, though. Yeah. 
You know, I could see that. That like the sick and wrong, sick and wrong drunk dial line would be like Wackerly's ghost what's that, line. What's that phenomenon call where those like charlatans will listen to like static and they'll like pretend like a voice is in it, so, like automa AVP or something like that. Oh, uh, the, the ghost hunter guys do that. Yeah, yeah. It's the It'll whole basis like of their show. <laughs> if you play it in reverse, you'll hear me being like, "Give me booze." <laughs> Speaking of booze, you know who I saw at the funeral is uh, uh, John Steele was there. It was good. Oh wow! It was good seeing Steele. He um, he's always a good guy to hang out with. And um, he, he, we, it was funny because uh, I had seen him at the bar in Bay City. We went out to the bar on a Saturday night with uh, one of uh, Kessler's good friends. There, this guy named Josh from New York, was in town, and so we were trying to show him the uh, the nightlife of Bay City. And we ran into Steele, John Steele first. And then Steele was like, well, why don't you guys, let's go do a shot with Dougie. And do you remember Dougie from From the Ville, the retarded guy? Yeah. Dougie graduated high school, so let's see, I think Dougie was 24 or 25 when he graduated high school. I might be mistaken here. But yeah, he could buy, I know he could buy alcohol. So anyway, we found him, did a shot with him, and uh, Steele was trying to get him to show us his genitals and was explaining how there's a dual set of like there's a penis right next to a vagina. I don't know if they both work, but he calls them dueling jennies. Do you, do you remember that from the show? I remember them talking at length about his genitalia, but I don't remember them saying that he was a hermaphrodite. Dougie calls it herpetite. 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 Maybe not I hermaphrodite. do remember that now that you mentioned that turn of phrase. Not a herp- yeah. not herpetite. That's what he says. Herpetite. Uh-huh. So uh, I was like, all right, well, you want to do a shot, you herpetite? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember my friend uh, Mausner was definitely, uh, he said he found Bay City to be a lot like the movie Gummo. He said um, it's, it's a place where people shit in things and put them somewhere other than a toilet. Which the shits. Which seemed to be true. I mean, we heard like four different stories of someone shitting in something other than a toilet and doing something with that shit. Like... Someone had shit in someone's hat and then put the hat in the car. Someone had uh, shit in, I guess, someone's like urn or something and just put it back in the person's house. It was, right, it was, but that's, that's sample selection bias. Well, that's I mean, he's true. talking to you and Steele and Dougie and, oh, good Lord, guess what? There's a bunch of stories about people shitting in things and putting them in places. Well, I don't know. I don't. Do you, think, meet... do you think you guys reflect on the greater Bay City populace? I bet you most people in Bay City, Michigan, don't shit in things and put them somewhere. Right. I mean, I think most people shit in a toilet and then flush it down the toilet. But there is, I mean, there was, there was a preponderance of these stories. There's four of them, four stories. And I don't usually talk to people in Los Angeles or in San Francisco, for that matter, that would tell me that all the places that they've shat or the things that they've shat in and put somewhere. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody with that kind of a story <laughs> in L.A. or San Francisco. Well, needless to say, I'm glad to be back, and it's nice to do part two of this show, episode 332, part two. You, you know what's, what's interesting, Wacker? I was thinking about this. The one week that I couldn't do the show on time and that you had to scramble and do an emergency show, a fill-in show, part one, uh, uh-huh. this is the one week where there's like the most epic amount of uh, sick and wrong stories. It was like an epic week for sick and wrong articles. I know. People are going crazy. I, I, I don't the, think we... The listeners and just the general sick and wrong perpetrators out there. I'm not sure if I've ever received this much email 
to the uh, com address. Not to mention the Twitter, the Twitters and the Facebook email. It's just like it was just blowing up because there's so there are so many sick and wrong crimes that occurred this past week. It was insane. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Go figure. The one week where I have to go to a funeral and I can't do the show on time. It's like the 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 the, the, the best stories that we've had. I think in the history of the show, we can actually do a theme. It was what well, was funny about I, it. But before you before you say, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very picky about what you name this theme. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a, like, there's a problem of nomenclature this week that's really bothering me. Well, that's what's interesting. I was gonna bring this up. Is people keep saying what happened this week, and pe- people, you know what I'm talking about. We have we have a bunch of stories that we've narrowed down to three three stories, and uh, one involved a guy eating the face of another man. And there's there's others like uh, there's there's several different stories of people eating other body parts and so then all Organs. of a sudden people started describing this as an impending zombie apocalypse like this is a sign of the zombie apocalypse and this has nothing to do with zombies these people weren't dead the <laughs> the victims were dead for the most part well not when no. not before they were being eaten but i think eventually but they the, became dead the eaters are not dead i mean the number one even but even before even before a zombie starts eating somebody else, they're dead. Well, like, you, don't, you don't say if a zombie isn't eating somebody's body parts, but they're just dead and walking around. That's a zombie. But well, just, like just eating somebody doesn't make you a zombie. That makes you a cannibal. Exactly. It's you're not it, the walking. You're not reanimated. You're not a reanimated corpse. You're just a person eating another person. If they described it as a cannibal holocaust. I would have been like, all right, that's a bit more applicable. That works. Yeah, these are cannibals going crazy, or cannibal ma- cannibalistic maniacs. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. But they're not zombies. And why would this herald a zombie attack? You know, that's, that's what I don't understand. Like, why? Okay, why would this action? Okay, some guy is hopped up on goofballs and he eats a homeless man's face. Why would you be like, oh my god, this is a sign of a zombie apocalypse? Because people are obsessed with zombies now and i'm finding a little bit troubling it's it's disquieting you you were mentioning to me before that you think that maybe we discussed this before zombies became such a hip and trendy thing right you remember we did this we did this for a halloween show i don't remember how many years i think it was aught eight might have been aught eight might have been aught nine but it was a halloween show and we were saying that zombies get the shaft because everybody loves vampires this is right around the time that the first Twilight was coming out and the, True Blood came out. True Blood, and there's werewolves, other, and there's shapeshifters, yeah. but everybody gives zombies the shaft. Zombies are these disgusting creatures with rotting flesh, and no one cares about them. They're not, they're not cool. They're not sexy. They're not sexy. That's what we were saying. That was the, I think that was the main point. But then now, what happened? Why all of a sudden are zombies the new thing? I'm not going to be so, so presumptuous as to think that we kicked off the trend. Right? Oh, we definitely didn't, because <laughs> <laughs> Walking Dead had something to do with it. But the, but the zombies in Walking Dead aren't sexy. Yet, I go online on my Facebook feed, and there's tons of people who are really into zombies, and some of them have like sexy zombie tattoos, and uh, you know they're always they're they're yearning for the zombie apocalypse because their life is meaningless. And when there's a zombie apocalypse, then they, you know there'll be a band of like roving survivors. And, you you uh, want to know sort of my community. theory is on this? These are these dorks that have these 
that you know they they're like oh you got to here's the zombie survival guide and this is what you got to do in a zombie attack but the the main thing is they're dorks they they don't leave their parents basement they don't leave their bedrooms their their studio apartments and the only way they would get laid is if there are only six normal dudes or four normal dudes and there's like you know their group has like eight chicks well then actually they probably would get laid so in a fantasy world they want that to happen they want to be a little enclave surrounded by zombies and then these girls are like, well, now I guess I have no other choice, but I guess I'll have to suck your dick, you fat, ugly man. <laughs> I think it's funny. Even if there are eight girls and six dudes, at least two or three or five of the girls are all going to double and triple up on like the one or two hot guys. Right? So that, <laughs> the dumbass loser guy Dude, with the okay. neck beard and the like folds of fat that have <laughs> grilled cheese sandwiches lodged in there, they're still not going to be getting laid. Okay, Walking Dead. That Asian guy getting that, that one girl's disproportionately more attractive than the Asian guy. That Asian guy in a normal, in a normal world, not overrun by zombies, would not be shagging that caliber of ass. <laughs> well, but who are her other options? What does she have? She has the old guy with the fisherman hat. <laughs> He's not getting laid. That guy's not getting anything. That guy always reminds me of the dad from Family Ties. I don't know why. He kind of looks Michael like Gross. him a bit. He kind of looks like him. And he also kind of talks like him. I was so happy although, when although he died. The, the dad from Family Ties was shagging Meredith the Baxter Bernie before she became a raging lesbian. So I don't, he had some game, I guess. But not not the old dude with the, the Winnebago. Well, what about the black guy? The black guy's able-bodied. How come he, uh, he probably hung more, you know, better than the uh, Asian guy? I'm surprised <laughs> she didn't. I'm just... I'm being presumptuous there, but I'm surprised she didn't go for that. Why not? Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe she's not a size queen like you are. She's always <laughs> going for the big dick. The thing about the black guy is nobody knows really what his name is or ever remembers that he's around. Right? <laughs> well, who, then there's, okay. there, there, there's a redneck dude, but like he has, he has dead squirrel breath. Yeah, um, I guess I was trying to think about Shane this. Shane is, you know, he's got, he's very goofy looking, that Shane guy. And he's kind of. You know, well, he's kind of a badass, that guy. I was thinking about this the other day. Who would I be on that show? Like, let's Not say, who okay, would you fuck? Who would you be? Well, okay, if there's a zombie attack and somehow I survived, which probably wouldn't happen, but if it did, because um, I would try to reason my way out of the attack and then they just eat me because they obviously can't reason with zombies. They'll, yeah. they'll just sit there and eat your face while you're still talking. Yeah, which would happen. So I'd probably die. But if I did, some, by some twist of fate, managed to make it to our little secret zombie camp on a farm. Um, who would I be? I, I like I, was, I, I definitely wouldn't be the redneck. I'm not that much of a no. badass, nor do I have a <laughs> you, tape. You, know, you can't shoot a crossbow. No. Um, you wouldn't even know how to load it. I guess I, I wouldn't be the cop guy, because I'm not... I don't even really know how to shoot a gun all that well. I've done that before. You're not going to be Shane. I mean, you can't like punch, throw a punch or anything, even close to a punch. I don't think Maybe I would... You'd be, you might be Carl. <laughs> Who's Carl? Oh, the little boy? No, come on, man. I'm, I'm definitely more D, useful. Get in the house, D. <laughs> See, you would be more useful in this song because you could, you know, make light bulbs or whatever it is that you do. Count light bulbs. I can't even do that. No, I, don't no, even... I, I would be I would be the old dude with a Winnebago. <laughs> He's not super useful if you think about it because the guy is like, you know, the Winnebago is always breaking down and they're like, well, you can fix this, right? I can't even remember his name. And he's like, yeah, just give me like 18 or 19 days and I'll be able to fix it. And they're like, what in the flying fuck, man? It's just a Winnebago. <laughs> fix it. Let's go. I could be the the other really old guy that owns a farm, Herschel. Herschel? <laughs> Herschel's very religious and he has like 17 oh, yeah. daughters. Maybe I think he what, could be Herschel. I, I think what Yeah, I think happen. you'd just be the black guy. Nobody would really understand why you were there. 
Maybe you'd be the Asian guy. You know who I would be? I would be the kid that they cut his leg off and then they just tossed me out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Remember that kid that they saved? Yeah. 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 I, I think they would keep me around for probably about maybe a couple of days until they're like, fuck that dude won't shut the fuck up. He is so annoying. And uh, yeah, we got to get him out. <laughs> I think yeah, I would last probably about a week. Maybe. It is funny that there aren't any Jews on the show. Like there, We can't just aren't. immediately be like, he'd be the Jewish guy. Because there aren't any Jews. Because it's in the South. There aren't many Jews in the South. You need comic relief, though. I would have to learn how to juggle. Maybe wear a funny outfit. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be the court jester. Fine. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, zombies right now are all the rage. You could record podcasts on little thumb drives, and you could leave them in trees, and if any other survivors found them, then they could, like... Call in Adam and Eve and use the coupon code Diddle. And, you know, gets, that'd be very useful for the post-zombie apocalypse. But these aren't zombies in, the, in, in our world now. They're cannibals. They're cannibals. It's completely different. It's a cannibal holocaust. But, but getting back to zombies, where we go past this point, what, what do you think is next? Okay, you know, okay. So, so, so vampires started it all because of Twilight and True Blood. And then it became. And Twilight and True Blood also have werewolves. So you got to sort of lump those in. Right? Werewolves became trendy. Well, through Twilight and and also True Blood. Then they did like the shapeshifter thing. And now all Which of a sudden, is, the zombies. shapeshifter's kind of a werewolf. I always found that a little bit of a cop out. Like introduce yeah, another true. real different monster phylum. So what, okay, like, what about? Oh well, what are you? I'm a shapeshifter. You mean you're a werewolf? <laughs> I'm like a werewolf that can turn into like a basset hound also, not just a wolf. Oh, great. You're a real fucking cool guy. Well, what's next? Merman? Do you think of Merman? You saw <laughs> Cabin Fever, right? The, the, yeah. Or not the Cabin Fever. from the Black Lagoon. What was, what, it, what was it called? Not Cabin Fever. It's called uh, Cabin, in the, in the uh, Cabin in the Woods. What about Frankenstein's? <laughs> That's kind of a zombie. That's though, kind of a zombie. It? I'm thinking Merman, dude. Merman are going to be the next thing. Like bl- Creature of the Black Lagoon. That's going to be the, the new cool game. thing. I know. There's nothing really else. Le- what about blobs? I always found the blob very frightening. What about Swamp Thing? What's Swamp he? Thing's kind of a merman, isn't he? He's, he's, he's kind of like a fish man. guy. I mean, he's a, he's a superhero. I, I, would, I loved the first Swamp Thing movie. I wish they would bring... Now they have all these superhero movies, I wish they would bring that back. But that's a different discussion about superhero movies, not... You know, scary chiller. Scary. Movies. I think what we should I'm do is. I'm going with blobs. Show... I'm going with blobs. No, nah, dude, let's get on this merman ba- bandwagon. No blobs. You can be the merman guy. All right. I'm going well, for the blob. I'm. I'm going to start writing a merman sitcom. I don't know if uh, you want to help me out with it, but uh, I'm going to get on this before it gets trendy. I'll do. I'll help you if my blob can have a cameo. Well, I could do. Over. Okay. What, what were you? Okay. Well, welcome back, merman. It basically, it'd be based on Welcome Back, Cotter, but we'll have a blob in there. It's Blobberino. Uh, well, if it's called Wake, Welcome Back, Merman, then Merman has to be Cotter. Merman, be no, Merman would be Cotter, oh, no, but the blob. Got it. Got the crossover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the blob would no, be Blobberino. I think this works. You maybe even throw a werewolf in there. Oh, anybody could do, be in in blob. <laughs> sorry, Merman's class. Welcome back, Merman. That'd be Welcome nice. Welcome back. <laughs> your dreams were your ticket out of the lagoon. Hello, I hate giving kids. ideas away. <laughs> Yeah, how would he talk? Would he talk like like you have like water in your mouth or something? Yeah, he does that like. <laughs> He'd have to be pushed to the front of the classroom in like a big tank. All right, before this gets any more retarded, we got to move on. <laughs> what about Merman and Mindy? 
<laughs> would it just be like this hot chick that he just rapes on a regular basis? Pretty Underwater. <laughs> he lives in the bathtub. He mo- he moves in from the swamp in the downtown Boulder, Colorado, and he has to like sleep in the bathtub and you know he's always like tracking water all over the place and then her dad comes over and he has to pretend like he's not a merman. <laughs> Should be difficult, but you can write it in there. What about two and a half mermen? Sure. Like My the one guy's mermen, only half a similar. merman. Yeah. I could see that. <laughs> like a mermaid. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, people, don't steal our ideas, all right? This is episode 332, part two. Um, quick recap. Actually, recap. I should tally up the scores from our uh, episode 330 from like so long ago. I didn't even remember these stories. Listen to this. I didn't even, you won't even, I'm going to read the headlines of these stories. You probably won't even remember them. So this is episode 330, uh, a couple episodes ago. Father does home surgery on his boy. And I remember the, that? He sewed his butthole shut. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Stoma. That's what it was. Uh, the second one is two South Carolina men tussle for male dominance. So it was the, the father who's the butthole seamstress. He won. The reason I remember that one is because I've been having lots of discussions about stomas lately. And I remember the other one because they were fighting in a um, PT cruiser. Oh, okay, all right, all right. That makes more that makes more sense now. Now I kind of remember this. So yeah. um, the story that won was the father that does home surgery on his boy. So congratulations there, listener number one. You won yourself a sick and wrong care package, Buster Brown. People, you can email sick and wrong podcast, sick and wrong podcast, com through Facebook or through Twitter. Send us your most disturbing news items. We'll present them here on the show. The audience will vote, and the winner will get a coveted sick and wrong care package. So... We have a theme going on here, the cannibal holocaust theme, not the zombie theme. And there were three egregious cannibal stories that happened this past week. And we're going to do three stories, which is a bit of an anomaly because we switched to two. But this week there were three really good stories. But before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. If you're illiterate or have Down syndrome, but you still want to read a book, why not go to audible.com and get an audiobook? Audible has over 75,000 titles to choose from, with more being added all the time. Just go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. So, Wackerly, before I get to the first story, I want to mention one more. There are actually four really good cannibal stories, but we're not going to do four. So I want to mention one as an honorable mention. Uh, this all was right. sent in from Neil in Indiana. You might have heard of this one. Iron Chef from Japan serves his own junk for supper. Did you see this? Yeah. He's a performance artist and a chef. His name is Sujiyama. Uh, he decided it'd be a great, great idea to throw a party and cook his genitals that he had severed to in, and serve them to the highest bidders. So someone actually ate this guy's junk that he cooked himself. I know. This sparked a dinner discussion uh, at a uh, dinner, maybe barbecue that I was at. <laughs> uh on Memorial Day, I believe. Would you rather eat the penis or the balls? Well, that's a good and question. There was a little weird phenomenon in that. I guess I can wait for your answer. What's your answer before I tell the phenomena? Phenomena. Which one's vegetarian? Neither. They're all meat. <laughs> I guess if I had to, I had no choice. Uh huh. Probably the penis because it's more like a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, all the guys said penis, and all the girls said balls. 
Why do the girls say balls? Because like meatballs. I don't know. I don't think they. I think they're they're just avert. They're just sick of giving blowjobs. Um, <laughs> but they don't. What you don't understand is the is the penis is just like meat. Like the penis is like taking a bite out of somebody's arm, but the ball is like eating somebody's eyeball. I mean, it's like an actual organ with weird shit in it and strange and pro- consistencies. Yeah. I bet you it would probably pop. I bet you like a liquid would shoot out, like uh, yeah, like seminal fluid or something. Yeah. It'd be like eating an eyeball, which is gross. I'd much rather chew somebody's ear off than their, than something, their something eyeball. Something actually meaty. Yeah, it's disgusting. Well, anyway, none, none of the girls, none of the girls, all the girls were like, no, I would rather eat the balls. But yeah. when I pointed out that it was in Oregon, then they were kind of like, well, maybe. Which makes you think that women don't really understand men, male genitalia very well. Well, it's also kind of ironic because they'll, they'll suck your dick, but they won't always put your balls in their mouth. Will they suck your dick? <laughs> I mean, it's got as like a pulling teeth trying to make it happen. The beginning of the relationship, they do right. that. I'm not talking like about after you've been dating for a year. You know? So the story that we're going to start off, Sick and Wrong, episode 332, part two, uh, came in from Vanessa. Vanessa says, or titled this one, Pretty Mouth. She goes, hey, Dean Lance, talk about lip service. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, Vanessa. And she actually sent her, her measurements, 36, 28, 32. What do you think? She has an enormous chest. Yeah, she's got... Like a rather small waist. I know, I like that, though. Thin waist, big rack. It's hot. I think I would, I mean, it sounds great, but I think I would invert that. For my preference. So wait, you'd want a very large waist and smaller breasts? I would want like 32, 28, 36. Okay, so you want the bigger hips. I like the, yeah, the ass and the hips. That is good, though. I, I like it all. I like it all. Um, this came in, uh, for, so Vanessa sent this one in. Man cut off wife's lips and ate them. He was a prominent researcher at Sweden's Karolinska Institute. He's in custody for having cut off his wife's lips with a knife and then eating them. He attacked his much younger wife. They don't actually tell the ages, unfortunately. He attacked his much younger wife in their home south of Stockholm after flying into a jealous rage over suspicions that his wife had been unfaithful. Which is, this is weird. It's kind of opposite of how I'd expect a Swedish man to react to something like this. To to, uh, unveiling infidelity... I wouldn't think he'd throw into a jealous rage. I think he'd, I don't know, would like sit on his Ikea chair and want to discuss this in detail while stroking his beard and maybe drinking some coffee. You know, I I, I, I just don't see... While while he's at the same time breastfeeding their child. Yeah, exactly. I just don't see a Swedish man like flying into this like alpha male rage. But maybe, maybe we have it all wrong. Maybe they're not feminized like you think. Like I could see this happening in America. In America... She would have had like a, you know, he probably would have pounded like three or four beers and then just ripped her lips off. Well, you know, the breastfeeding Swedish man story, which was why the the feminized Swedish man meme started, was before Anders Breivik, right? But that guy's Norwegian, but yeah. Oh, is he? But that guy looks pretty feminine too. <laughs> yeah, but he, it's like a... Oh, he killed Muslim a bunch of children? Wow, what a tough guy. commando. I guess, I guess you're right. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm trying to put him up there as a 
paragon of masculinity. Well, I love how now all these Swedish people write in, well, we had Vikings. Okay, yeah, okay, you guys had some Vikings. Like, how long ago was that? I'm talking now, man. a while ago. I'm talking now. So take off who your have fucking you, turtleneck. Who have, you, who have you raped for me lately? <laughs> Pillaged. So prosecutors considered the attack to be so vicious that they requested the man be remanded in custody on suspicion of attempted murder. Um, the researcher is admitted to cutting off his wife, wife's lips in retaliation for a supposed love affair. It was an honor-related action. He doesn't seem to regret a thing. He really believes she insulted him. So it sounds like he'd do it again. Um, the lawyer representing the victim said her client has suffered both physically and emotionally from the attack. She has very serious injuries. The doctors can't yet say whether or not she can be healed. She has no lips. Worst blowjob giver ever. This is like a tooth job at that point. Just teeth. Probably never get... I mean, I mean how, how could she... I mean, she's young, too. It's, this is a tragedy. Because how would she be able to remarry when she has no lips? She'll get some fake lips. Prosthetics. Prostheses. Some, some candy lips that they just put on there. Oh, the wax lips. The wax lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess if she's hot enough... Work. If she's hot enough, would you really care if she just had some wax lips in there so you didn't see the teeth? And she had a 36 uh, hip thing going on there i think uh, i think wax lips are kind of frightening <laughs> but in a pinch i would put the wax lips in <laughs> the researcher reportedly has several children from a previous marriage but a few weeks after divorcing his first wife he married a much younger woman who he recently believed had cheated on him i bet his ex is loving this whole thing oh she, yeah she's probably like yep and you want to know why you want to know why we got a divorce that's why a former, Who has full custody now, motherfucker? <laughs> a former colleague called News of the Attack a shock and recalled the researcher as friendly when they worked together. They always describe him as friendly. He never cut off my lips, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the last guy I'd want to go Ikea I wonder shopping what, I wonder what his re- field of research was. Yeah, I don't know. They don't actually state say, huh? what it is. They also don't say how he cut off the lips. Like, what if he used, like, a Swiss Army knife, a scalpel? A Swiss Army knife. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Sweden is not Switzerland. But it's I'm sure they use Swiss Army knives over there. A very effective tool. <laughs> Multi-purpose the Swiss, tool. The great Swiss Army. You know? That, the- like, that, like, defended all of Europe against the Nazis. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> anyway, that's a great, that's a good, that's, a, that's the first cannibal story for our cannibal-themed pond craft going on here today. What do you have here for the second cannibal theme story there, Wacker? Well, moving south to the country of Africa. <laughs> Actually, it's not in Africa. It's in Maryland, United States. Good old USA. But it involves two African dudes, judging by their names. Uh, Alexander Kinua and Kujoi Age Cody. I'm sure, I guarantee that's not how you pronounce their names. <laughs> I guarantee it's not also. Uh, the first guy, Alexander Kinua, is 21 and the uh, older dude is 37. Uh, they're both st- students at Morgan State University. 
the older guy, the 37-year-old one, he was a, he's from Ghana, and he was a graduate student there. And he held several master's degrees. Ooh. Wow, several master's <laughs> degrees. Smart guy sure. we're dealing with. Very useful. I love it when you meet somebody like, actually, I have 18 master's degrees and four PhDs. You're what like, and you what know? do you do? Oh, I'm in school. Yeah, I'm in school. Really? For what? 37. <laughs> Could you imagine having that guy as you're going in blind, don't know who your roommate's going to be, and it's this 37-year-old guy from Ghana who's getting his fourth <laughs> master's? I'd be oh, like, Jesus. I'd leave immediately. Yeah. Play, uh, <laughs> resident assistant. I need to be re-roomed. <laughs> Actually, but he, he was living at, he was living at the 21-year-old's parents' house. Actually, his family home. While he, uh, waited to find another apartment. Uh, but you know what? Police had to execute a search warrant at the home when, uh, the 21-year-old Kenya's brother uh, reported finding two metal tins in their laundry room containing a head and two hands. <laughs> when I hear the word metal tin, I think of like a Campbell soup can, but obviously these were bigger unless Kujoy Agu Cody had a very tiny head. Yeah, what, what kind of tins were these? And plus, what happened to the rest of the people that lived in the house? Like, did they just go along their business while there's a head in their tins? They didn't know that the head in the hands were in a, in tins in there. The, the younger brother found them. They were, you know, they're like up behind the towels that nobody ever uses. Yeah, and I'm like thinking way they're back more in like, the closet. You know those big pop tins, like tins that popcorn comes in around the holidays? You oh, know? those you holiday the, ones, yeah. You get, get it at the White Elephant gift exchange. Where it's like caramel, like uh, uh, caramel, it's a cheese, and it's just butter. Regular. Popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. You can Pro- fit a head in there. You could probably fit a head and two hands in there. Yeah, I'm thinking that kind of a tin is what we're talking about. So what happened to the rest of the guy? Well, they they started fanning out in the neighborhood. You know how they do that in Dragnet? Uh, they found more body parts inside a dumpster a few blocks away. <laughs> yeah. Not as clever as the tin, but I guess no, it's still it's just... Like a big you know, tin. It's not the place where you still live. still convenient, though. I mean, there's a dumpster. Just yeah. toss them in there. They interviewed Alexander Kinua and... Uh, the guy just admitted to cutting up the victim with a knife and cannibalizing the heart and portions of the brain. I think he was trying to, you know, this. I mentioned this guy had five or six master's degrees. And I guess he was trying, this guy, guy the 21-year-old, was trying to take the easy way out. You know, not going to all that schooling, but just if you eat the brain, then you, you can basically cross that dude's name off the, the master's degree, the diploma. Oh, so he's just, just eliminating the competition here. No, he gained the knowledge. Oh, you're saying by consuming the brain, he gets that guy's knowledge. Yeah, some, you get to you get to take that guy's diploma if you eat his brain. That's some crazy voodoo African witch doctor shit. I don't <laughs> think that happens in America. That's how it works in Africa. No wonder um, this guy's got fucking five master's degrees. How hard is it to eat some dude's brain? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they don't, that's a good point. Maybe that's how he got the five master's degree. What's well, easier yeah, than writing a do. thesis? Five theses? Yeah. Percent presenting it before your advisory committee, it sucks. Over and over again until you're ready to kill them and eat their brain and get their knowledge? Friends of the 21-year-old <laughs> say he had a drastic personality change after he was kicked out of the ROTC program for disciplinary reasons. They don't mention what, what he did. Um, and detectives have said that the suspect shows no remorse for the attack. I should also mention that this guy also got in trouble for 
beating a guy with a barbed wire wrapped uh, and chain wrapped baseball bat. Jesus. He wasn't staying at his parents' house at the time. Uh, he was staying at some friend's apartment, and uh, this guy, uh, Joshua Caesar, who's 22 years old, one year older than him, uh, was also staying with its, these friends in an apartment. He, he w- opened the door, walked in, and he bashed him in the left eye socket, and the uh, eye is not working, and doctors are not o- optimistic that uh, he will regain his sight. Good Lord. This would be the last guy I'd want as a TA. He's full of mayhem. I know, he's just some crazy, insane African guy with a chain barbed wire baseball bat? Who may, who has one of those? That's some Joseph like, Coney you know, type of, of shit. <laughs> I was going to say General Butt Naked. Yeah, or Joseph Coney. That's why I, you only learn that in the jungles of Africa. I don't know what's going on, but you know he is eating hearts and brains in keeping with this week's theme. This is, yeah. And my, that oh, and uh, my, friend, my friend Deb sent this in, by the way, I should mention that. She, wow. She made me promise... Because she told me the story, and even if somebody emailed it, because I hadn't heard it when she told it to me, that I would credit her, and now I am. All right, well, there's a Cannibal Holocaust, story number two. Well, the third story, I think, is probably the most notorious and definitely the uh, the most common of all the stories that we received. I would say we received this story from probably about, I didn't count all the, the emails, because I just took the first one and then deleted the rest, but I mean... Literally, we got like 100 people sent this in on Thursday. So that's just Thursday. So yeah, this is a very popular story. It's also just a story that is just equal parts horrifying and just, and just surprising because you never really hear about things like this. I think this, this is, is what... Like when, um, <clears throat> this is like when um, like Taylor Swift won American Idol, you know? She just swept the hearts of America and everybody was just gripped by her, her talents and her beauties. Her talent yeah, and her beauty. Just like, and I now it's this guy. Yeah, this guy's kind of like this. I, I'm swept by his, I guess his just his uh, just ability to ingest homeless people, homeless meat. <laughs> I don't know. I think most people would probably. Puke. They don't have a game. They don't have a game show for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hungry, hungry, homeless. Um, initial nine uh, initial nine one one calls gave no hint of the savagery to come in this Miami MacArthur highway attack. So uh, two calls, and th- you know, it's interesting, is uh, did you see the video of this attack? I'm sure everybody knows what's going on here, so I'm not really describing it too much, but I will. I, I couldn't watch it. <laughs> I mean, after seeing the photos, I couldn't watch the video. Well, it, was, it wasn't even a very good video. There's no, there's no yeah. like close-up shots. There's just one kind of it's like... It's just a security like a game. Shot. There's no sound either, right? Yeah, you couldn't really even hear the screams or anything like that. But that, what's interesting about this is there there were not some several nine one one calls that came from passing motorists because this was on the side of a highway. So two I calls. Heard that, I heard that a guy rode his bicycle by because yeah, it's that, not really a highway; it's a causeway. If you've ever been to Miami, what is a, a causeway? An, Miami is an island, and so there's these big bridges that go over, and it's kind of like a highway, but it's really more of a bridge that like there's pedestrian traffic on it too. Well, so here, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Um, Rudy Eugene, which is a great, it's just a great name. Rudy everybody, Eugene. Everybody with two first names is, you is can't pretty trust sweet them. in my book. You can't trust, <laughs> you can't trust them. them either. Uh, moments before the, uh, the, the man Rudy savaged a homeless man named Ronald Papo, he was, saw, he was um, witness swinging naked on a light pole on the causeway. This is 20 minutes before he attacked the homeless man. In the minutes before his bizarre face-eating attack on the homeless man, 
Um, he he was he was swinging on the pole, acting like Tarzan. So the motorist called the police before this. Um, but when the police actually found him, he was on top of this naked homeless man chewing his face. It, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the pictures. I'm sure most people have seen the pictures. But I mean, he literally stripped off this man's pants and was just gnawing on the homeless man's face in an attack that lasted 18 minutes. And it's all Why caught on video Why did he take his camera. pants off? Well, that's what I was wondering. Did he rape the guy first and then decide to eat him? Or did he... I mean, obviously the guy was uh, in some kind of drug psychosis. Uh, the, the police have been speculating what drug he's, he was taking uh, when, he find, when he actually did this. But, um, but yeah, I don't know why he took his pants off. I thought it was like some kind of, at first, if you look at the video footage, it looks like, like two homeless guys just you know going at it. Like he's buggering him or something. Sure. But uh, sense. Well, what's interesting about it is he eats, if you saw the guy's face, he eats the, the, the man's face, but he leaves the beard, which has got to be the most disgusting part of a homeless man's face. Which is why I left it. You know, could, could you imagine? But I imagine that must be the most nutritional part because the skin's got to be diseased. The blood definitely is diseased, but there's probably like Campbell's soup pieces in the beard, maybe some <laughs> right, fruit. But you don't want to eat that hair. It's going to get stuck in your digestive tract and, and cause like a big bolus and it's going to just, it's not going to pass through. Well, at least the homeless guy, whether or not he's... If, if you're trying to get nutrition out of a homeless person, you need to suck the rem- <laughs> the food remains out of the beard. And the added benefit of that is the homeless man is not harmed. Yeah, you're, you're not actually chewing his face off. And you're not probably getting any of the hepatitis and AIDS and gay bowel disease oh, oh, or whatever yeah. it is you, they you have. Pro- you probably are. You probably are getting something. <laughs> the hepatitis for sure. And probably the AIDS too. Don't go. I mean, don't go around sucking homeless men's beards and not thinking you're going to come away with a disease. Well, what's good about this? I guess it's not really good, but I guess it's for for Ronald Pompo if he does survive this horrific attack, because right now he's in critical condition. But if he does survive, at least he still has his beard. He might not have a face, but it takes a long time for a homeless man to grow a nice beard like that. Like, look at the guys in ZZ Top. Well, they're not homeless though. But if they were, they'd have an impressive beard. True. You know, and so this Ronald Pompo. You think he'll try and attempt some type of a comb over situation? Well, I just wonder if he will take like you know because his face. Uh, yeah, well, I mean now he doesn't need to like substitute pubic hair for the beard and use like Elmer's glue or anything like that. He could just let his beard because he has a beard. He just doesn't have a face. Yeah, I understand that. Which is sad. I think he should comb the beard up over his face. <laughs> So it's just like his face is just covered in hair, but he can pull it down when he really wants to scare the shit out of kids. Right. That's a good idea. On That's Halloween idea. And, and whatnot. So what, how, what, what was... They didn't, so everybody's talking about how the, uh, the attacker was probably on bath salts, although that's pure speculation because there's no um, autopsy report yet. Because the cop shot him to shit, right? Well, what, what happened is I guess the, the camera showed him walking naked up and down the causeway. And then he stopped near the train tracks, which is a shady spot where Popo, the homeless guy, was known to doze. It seemed like the homeless guy was known in the area. Like he was, people had recognized him. They knew, they knew him. He's probably just that friendly homeless guy that's always drunk all the time that you give a couple quarters to, loose change, or maybe one of the restaurants give him some leftovers. Mm-hmm. You always catch him eating out of the garbage. But then he's harmless. You know, he's a harmless guy. I mean, sometimes he's drunk. He might like hurl some epithets, but that's about it. Didn't deserve this. 
Uh, so so uh, Rudy here appeared to beat on the homeless guy for several minutes before he rolled the homeless man along the sidewalk, tore his pants down, hunched over his torso, and just clawed at his face, and then just started gnawing at it. And so what happens, Some yeah, the guy drove by on a bicycle, and uh, he called 911, so a couple motors drove by, I guess they had a really chilling phone call from a bus driver who said, you know, he's going to kill that man, I promise you. So then Officer Ramirez first approached the scene. This is like two in the afternoon. So people were probably driving by the whole time. I never get to see cool shit like this. But uh, Officer Ramirez came on, and I guess he had yelled at, at Eugene to get off of him, but he just, just kept, he growled at him like an animal, and then just kept eating, and then eventually he drew his weapon and just shot Eugene in the back several times. So he had to shoot him six times before he eventually fell down. And he killed the 31-year-old attacker. Papo remains hospitalized. But the police are speculating that uh, he was under the influence of bath salts. Which, this is not the first story that we've done here on Sick and Wrong, where someone did something batshit crazy on bath salts. No. I, you know, that's a I drug I'm not, I would not do. Well, do, Ooh, do you I wouldn't know, do it either. Do you know what bath salts are? I don't think anybody does. Well, this is interesting because I didn't know about it. I actually had to look it up. It says it's not the same substance used to scent your bathwater. Bath salts contain amphetamine-like chemicals, chemicals such as MDPV, I can't even say it, that, that are sold as cocaine substitutes or synthetic LSD. So it, it seems like head shops sell this. Right. No, I got that when we talked about it last time. It was just being. It wasn't. It's not really bath salts. So that, that's form. the it's just, street it's name marketed as that because it looks. Well, no, it's sold with a label that says bath salts. It's one of these things that it's passing through some D drug enforcement agency loophole. Hmm. Well, it, it's but, effects- but even what even what you just said points out that nobody really knows what's in them, and I think there's several brands, and the different brands probably have different things. And if you buy one brand one week, and that same brand a month later, it probably has different things in it. But when somebody says it's either a cocaine substitute or, or an synthetic LSD, LSD. I mean, those are two completely different, even like type, like categories of drugs. Not to mention like different technically things. Right? Well, it it, it kind of cracks me up that uh. Synthetic LSD is dangerous than just actual LSD. <laughs> Would they rather have them just be on LSD? Just reg- just go get regular acid, okay? The synthetic <laughs> I mean, acid. I like that they worse. call it synthetic LSD as if LSD just grows on some plant somewhere. <laughs> the natural LSD that you get yeah. from, from Mike and Ike's or something. <laughs> yeah. It's so, all uh, synthetic, right? So these basalts here, the effects include paranoia, hallucinations, convulsions, and psychotic episodes. It's a terrible drug because it's like a combination of methamphetamine and the paranoia and aggressiveness of LSD. And Nobody, they say wait, it's... Wait, wait, but people don't get aggressive on LSD. Well, they, okay, wait, all right. This is what they say. Combination of methamphetamine with its paranoia, the LSD with the hallucinations, and PCP with the extreme oh, paranoia yeah. and aggressiveness. So it's yeah. almost like, okay. a, it's like a, a, a triple threat here. And it has unpredictable effects on human behavior. But yet the drug still remains legal in certain states. Is it legal in California? I was under the impression that it hadn't been outlawed anywhere because, like, 
the DEA hadn't like gotten a handle on what it actually was yet or something. Well, I think I part know. of part. I, of the, I haven't been to a head shop in probably like 15 years, so I have no idea. I might have to stop by one just to see. But they say when one chemical is used or is banned, one of the chemicals that they, they use in bath salts is banned, another chemical is substituted to skirt the law. So it's really difficult right. you know, to suss out different. these products. Yeah, it's always something different. Um, but but one of the uh, police officers says it can take five or six growing men to restrain a basalt user. She says it's like PCP on crack. Hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> that one just does not sound really fun to me. I don't really appreciate that description coming from somebody who works for a drug enforcement organization. You know, I've I've always had this uh, this credo I've lived by where it's like I'll try every drug once. I've pretty much tried most of the well the older school drugs, not these new ones. But I don't think I would do this one. This one scares the shit out of me. I mean, if you're if, okay, if this, if you're, if I mean, I don't, I don't agree with the whole just do every drug thing. I mean, if the drug is described and related to me, it's something that I wouldn't enjoy. Why would I try it? Well, no, I've always been curious. I've always wanted to check. Have out you done these PCP? Drugs. Yeah, I've done PCP before. Dusted a <laughs> joint. And he, I, I did feel a little bit out of control, but I mean, but you know, you watch those videos, those anti-drug videos, and it's just like, oh my God, that drug's insane. What? You think you're like, you know, turns you into a fish and you, you think you're a fish and you're naked in someone's pool? That sounds right. actually kind of crazy. I would like to do that. But if someone said, no, this drug's so crazy, you're going to be chewing the face off a homeless guy. I think mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know, I, I'm going to draw the line at that one. I can so see where you're coming from there. It's a little too crazy for me. I don't know, people. You can decide which story wins the Cannibal Holocaust episode of uh, Sick and Wrong. Go vote, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Wanker, uh, we're kind of running out of time, but we've got a couple calls to Sick and Wrong uh, hotline here. 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to that first call, how about a word from adamandeve.com? Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. Wacker, we've got a few phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong hotline. Uh, The first one... Came from a celebrity fan. Hello. Last night I called and I was way too fucking drunk. I took the sick and wrong drunk dial line way too literally. But guess what? It's Arnold. I haven't called you guys in a long time, but I have a really good story to tell you. So, me and my friend, Angel, we brought these two chicks home and he was having sex with one of them in my room. And then I was with the other girl, and then she's like... Arnold gets a lot of ass. He used to get a lot of ass. You ever see Pump Up the Volume? Or not Pump Up the Volume, Pumping Iron. Did <laughs> you no. ever see that? No, I don't watch movies with big, muscular, oiled-up men. Oh, dude, it's so I great. I kept rewinding it. Over. But no, in, in it, he's like partying with all these chicks, and it's just like, wow, I bet you Arnold... I bet you Arnold just got, just got an, just an enormous amount of ass back then. Yeah. Is that yeah. the movie he smokes weed in? Yeah, he smokes weed, and he's just like... He, I, I forgot. It's been years since I've seen it, but it's all filmed on Venice Beach. When, uh, you know what I'm proud of? Ar- you know, Arnold moved here a long time ago, and he, and he built himself up and got himself a movie career. Then he became governor. And he became He's like a business owner in Los Angeles. 
and he finally seems to be losing his accent because he's starting to sound more and more American in this call. Yeah, you know, he finally he finally does. Maybe it's just because he finally he's decided relaxed. like now's the time to work on it. I, my work is done. My political career is like I've accomplished that. I've done a I have a great movie career. Now I'm finally going to get rid of my Austrian Austrian accent. accent after so many years. It's almost gone. Guess what? We can't have sex because I just miscarried last weekend, and my boyfriend dumped me, and I couldn't handle that. So I went to get shorts in my my friend's room or my room, and she was like, "We should have sex." So we ended up having a threesome with my friend Angel. Three of us. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so there are two girls initially, two girls and two guys. One of the girls said she miscarried, so she can't have sex, and that her boyfriend dumped her because of it. Her boyfriend dumped her, so he. Rejected her too, right. and then he walked in the other room where his friend was. He said some shorts. He say Angel or Danny DeVito. I thought it was Danny DeVito, but it might have been Angel. All right, so so Danny DeVito is in there. Maybe he said Danny Aiello. That might have been Danny Aiello. I, I might be mixed up here. I think it might have been Roseanne Barr's second husband. <laughs> Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Okay, so Arnold Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold are about to give the uh, the wobbly H to this chick. The, but I don't understand. You, you 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 were going into this. There was two chicks. There were two so chicks. What happened to the one that didn't miscarry? Okay, so I think what happened here: Tom Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger walk into a house with two girls. One of them, Arnold, oh goes with one girl. She has a, she had had a miscarriage. Whereas Tom Arnold is rogering the other one. So he sure. he goes in there and is going to get a piece. Okay. Together. All slapping. It was terrible. But awesome at the same time. <laughs> this is Arnold. Give me an update about my life. Just having threesomes. And what are you guys doing? You guys are a bunch of fucking faggots. What are you doing? <laughs> You know, that's not very friendly. We're, here we are commending him for finally Americanizing his accent. And then, you know. And, and I commend him for the wobbly H with a recently miscarried woman also. And with Tom Arnold, I guess. Technically, he was involved also, yes. You know, you know what's that, interesting? That, that story is more confusing than the plot line of twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Like, how can the, they be twins? They don't look anything alike. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I felt listening to that. Yeah, this one this doesn't didn't make any sense. You know, one thing I never understood about that when you tag team a chick with your friend, I don't mm-hmm. know. I've never been able to do that because I think it violates a cardinal rule. Like you aren't supposed to see your friend's boner. No, but I mean, I don't know. I would. I see so you, you don't believe any MMF uh three way should ever happen. I guess maybe if you don't know somebody, but if it's like your buddy you hang out with all the time. I've oh, always you look I'm, at another a stranger's boner, just not one of your friends. I I wouldn't want to do either, but I just I think it would just be I just think it, if it's a stranger, you're probably not going to see him again, so it's not going to be that as as awkward. Somebody you come over and go, oh yeah, hey, what's up, dude? And we boned that chick, and I ate a pizza on her on her on her ass, and you just kind of sat there and she was sucking your dick, and then we switched, and then we crossed swords, and I just think it'd be weird. It's like it's just someone you hang out with all the time. Don't think See, I don't want to think engi- of you that way. As an engineer, I think there's a technological solution. Just um you know, get in the 
get in the bathroom, <laughs> the shower curtain, and one of you gets in the bathtub, and the other one stands by the toilet, and then the girl can kind of like straddle both sides. But you put the shower curtain over her back so you don't have to look at each other. You know, dude, that's why you would last longer in The Walking Dead than I would. Because I never would have thought of, of that. Design ideas, yeah. Yeah, you would have been like, okay, so if there's, you know, if there's eight dudes and only four girls, that would we'll solve everybody's work. problem. We'd make something work, definitely. The girls would be happy. I mean, they'd be getting stuffed from both ends. I'm surprised Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't hire you to be part of his cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm a girly man, and I'm not worthy. You know, it's good to hear from you, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I always wondered if he hung out with Jean-Claude Van Damme, but Jean-Claude Van Damme never calls a show. I so, Jean-Claude Van Damme doesn't spend a lot of time in the United States. Yeah, but we have fans all over the world, Wackerly. I think you're forgetting this. So I'm just right. surprised that maybe, maybe they don't... Okay, but yeah, but maybe... Doesn't, they hung out together. Yeah, maybe they don't hang out and... I don't know. I uh, want but, Jerry Brown to call the show. Oh, the yeah. Governor. The new governor. The governor that uh, succeeded the- Schwarzenegger. <laughs> We could ask him what it was like to fuck Linda Ronstadt and how, you know, what the 70s were like. Why he doesn't wear turtlenecks anymore like he used to. <laughs> the second call is from a another guy who actually, we used to love his phone calls. You remember that guy that lived in Texas with the the harlot that lived in the trailer park? Mm. And he would give the us updates. The harlot and her hot daughters? And her hot daughters. Yeah, well, this, this isn't a call from him. It's a call from a concerned friend. Hey, D. Hey, Lance. This is uh, Brian from Seattle. Uh, I've been listening to you guys' show for a while. I love it. I introduced Noah, one of your favorite callers, for a while. He hasn't called in in a while. Been a there's while. a reason for that. We actually haven't heard from him. I, ha- I got a text from my friend the other day. It's like, hey, man, have you heard from Noah? Like, I call his phone, and it's off, and they call where he works. And they're like, oh, he doesn't work here, and no one knows what happens to him. So I'm just calling to file the first sick and wrong missing persons report. I mean, maybe I should call the police, but uh, I feel like as far as him goes, it would be more effective if I called you guys. And I had a great blowjob story, but I'm more worried about my friends. But if you ask me, I might call in with that blowjob story, leave me in suspense. So anyway, just tell Noah... On the air, if he hears this, tell him to call his friends, because we're all worried about him. All right, guys. Hope you're keeping it classy. Bye. Well, there you go, Wackerly. How did you remember that Noah was the dude that stayed with the trailer park harlot and her kids? I just remember that guy. His name was, we don't have any callers named Noah. Mm-hmm. I just remember that he was from Seattle, too. And then he moved what to, a, he was a transplant to Texas. Wasn't there a stevedore in Texas that we used to talk to? <laughs> Yeah, there used to be. I forgot about that guy. I can't remember his name. That but guy yeah. seemed very industrious. Maybe he could like be on the lookout and be sort of a, a private dick. I, I like the I like the way that uh, that this guy isn't his first instinct isn't to call the police. It's to call sick and wrong. So this, so wherever Noah may be, he probably has an iPod. He's probably able to download the show, and yeah. it's a way you can communicate with your friends. I was, so I, don't, I, I guess I want to hear the blowjob story, but I'd be much more interested to hear if Noah actually gets the message and calls his friend. <laughs> so Noah, if you're out there, your friends are concerned. We're concerned now because I haven't heard. You know, I didn't even think about it. It's been a long time since we've heard from you. I would like to know what's going on in your life. Are you still living with a trailer park chick? 
Hey, he's shagging her daughters. I bet he's in jail, probably for shagging her twelve, the twelve-year-old daughter. Remember that? Yeah, it could be. I bet you but know if what? You're gonna, if you're gonna if you're gonna start being concerned about the callers who haven't called in for a while, I mean, what about the Stevedore? What about Brad the Impaler? What about What about Vietnam guy? What about There's only a Trevor couple Paul guys. But there's only a couple guys that I'd actually, you know, that kind of live life on the edge. Like Scott from Iowa. You never know what that guy might do. Yeah, I'm not worried about Scott from I, Iowa. I think he can handle himself. Fun. I think there's Noah guy. I think there's probably a good chance that he passed out at his girlfriend's house. He woke up. Next thing you know, his dick is inside of a twelve year old. She walks in from work. Next thing you know, Next thing you know the cops are there. Cops are there, or she severed his dick and ate it. Who know? Or ate his balls, or whatever they do these days. You never know. You never know. So I don't know. I'd like to, if uh, Noah, if you're out there, give us a call. Let us know what's going on. Sick and wrong, helping locate missing people. We're better than a milk carton. <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> All right. The Let's final results are. The final call is uh, also a uh, call from a Texan. Hey, Dan Lanza, Dabo from Texas calling again it's my second time calling I just wanted to share a few things with y'all you know I'm pretty fucking drunk right now and it's pretty early in the, pretty early in the day uh, just remembering a few things in my past few of these fucking stories and shit make me laugh anyways I played college baseball in Kansas and we had to share locker rooms with a football team this was pretty gross seeing us all white dudes on a baseball team with fucking little cocks and shit like that that's neither here nor there. Well, <laughs> you know, athletes get together, stupid-ass motherfuckers. We play grab-ass a little bit. Well, we, these football players, they're starting to slap each other. You know, we need to... Could you pause it for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to call up Jeffrey and make sure that he's listening with his cock out and his Vaseline ready? Dude. The gayest call ever. Jeffrey has videos of this very same occurrence playing in his bar at all times. I thought it was fake, but apparently it really goes on. Apparently this really goes on. And I always thought it was called grabass, not grabass. Well, that's the French pronunciation. Oh, okay. It's the French pronunciation. What's interesting to me is that he takes it as if it's just par for the course. Oh, you know, athletes, we all play grabass. That's what we do. It so happens. it's like, I mean, but aren't there any like players that protest this game, or do they all like, well, this is natural. This is what we do. It's part of being a sportsman. I don't know. I don't either. I was never even in, in, in uh, attempted to be inducted into that world, and I'm quite happy about it. Yeah, my brother probably. If, if my my brother listens to the show occasionally, I think in it, at any point of this this episode three thirty two point two, this is probably the part where he actually achieves orgasm. He's listening to this call twist your rat tail up. Which is kind of a gross thing to think of, but I don't know. Let's get back to the grab ass. Up in your towel. Slap somebody in the ass with it, you know it fucking hurts. People laugh at you because you're being a bitch. All this sort of shit. Well, <laughs> this one football player who happened to go on to the NFL, actually, I'm not going to say his name. He got slapped one time and it hit him in the sack. Do you know what happened to his sack? It ripped open. <laughs> Luckily, I was not there. I did not get to see what happened. I was luckily away not to see this man's basically nasty fucking gross open sack wound. I bet you dollars to donuts, Tim Tebow. It's got to be Tim Tebow. 
It wouldn't be hard to figure out, right? He says he was in college in Kansas. How many schools are there? And then you just University find the NFL players who are uh, went to Kansas. Like recently, and then you yeah. Scrotal injuries. <laughs> <laughs> Markley, if you can use this deductive reasoning to find out which uh, NFL player has an injured scrotum, you could probably find that guy that's lost in Texas. Yeah, probably. I'll probably do neither. <laughs> Think about this. This is testicle opened time. Blood everywhere, nastiness. Unfortunately, I got to see the aftermath with blood everywhere. Oh, it was gross. I got more stories for y'all, but I don't. I know y'all don't like long phone calls. Bye. God, does that? Okay, so when something like that happens. Is is the game of Grabass just done? Is Grabass done at <laughs> I that think point? So. I would think so. So did this the other guy win? The, this guy should be the official sick and wrong sports commentary guy, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Tell me when does when does Grabass officially begin? How does it officially begin? How does it officially end? Like with a is tape? There a whistle? Like a, is there a whistle? <laughs> is there a whistle beginning with? Is there a coin flip? But like, do you flip around and like taint slap? And once you get the taint slap, you get fifty points and you win. I mean, is that how it works? Are you waiting for an answer from me? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I mean, it's uh, okay, but no, I, I want an answer from from Gabo or whatever his name was. Gabo, yeah, you you played more of these kind of locker room style sports than I did, right? You're on the football team. The only thing that we did that was, I guess, would be considered somewhat gay is uh, they had for some reason, like by the showers, they had a bunch of shitters that didn't have stalls. They're just shitters. So like, we would just go shit at Full the same metal time, jacket style. Yeah, just right next to each other and just bullshit. I mean, it was kind of you're, you'd sit there and you'd shit, but you'd also just be chatting. And I remember thinking it was kind of weird at the time, but it was also like I don't know, oddly relaxing because you're like it was almost like you were about to say erotic, weren't you? I wasn't going to say erotic. <laughs> All right, it's a little bit arousing, not erotic though. Amusing. <laughs> no, I mean it was a good way to connect with one another. You're good friends. Before you're about to go and bash each other's heads in. But we never played. I don't recall ever like rat tailing a towel and hitting each other's scrotums. That just sounds, that sounds like something they do in the South. Maybe you repressed it. Yeah, possibly. Anyway, people call the sick and wrong hotline 206-666-3846. Try to keep the calls under three minutes because if you keep them under three minutes, there's a high probability that we'll play them. So Wackerly, uh, have you been on the forum recently? A little bit. I was on there the other day checking out the random picture thread, and I swear to God, it never ceases to amaze me. I don't know where these pictures come from. I kind of wish someone would just put them on like a Tumblr blog and just call it like the sick and wrong Tumblr so that we could actually get some advertising from it that people would find out about the show. Because right now we just have the random picture thread. It's just Mm -hmm. there on the forum. Right. But I mean, it seems like you could do something great with those pictures. I'm not going to do it if that's what you're saying. Yeah, neither am I. I'm, I'm hinting. Okay. I'm hinting to an industrious somebody listener. Else, a yeah. random listener who wants glory. Go go and take those pictures. Put them on a Tumblr page for us. All right? It should be TTC because he's the sort of the king of that thread. It amazes me where you find those pictures. I think it like I, think, I bet your Reddit users would be in awe of that. I don't know. Anyway, people, go check out the Sigron Forum. Just go to SigronPodcast.com. Click on Forum. Become a member today. We'll make some special internet friends. Also, uh, while you're doing that, go and click on the iTunes button on our main page and subscribe to the show via iTunes. It's just a great way to listen to uh, the show, actually, rather than having to download it to your iPod and all the other <laughs> methods. <laughs> 
Do we really have to tell people? About, <laughs> I just say go to iTunes and get it. They people know how iTunes works. All right, all right. I'll be. I don't know I'll, if you listen. I don't know if you listen to my solo show, but I I took all callers without any screening, and one of them involved a kid telling a story about about internet pop ups. Internet and it pop-ups. felt it felt very 1995, which is what it sounds like when you describe how I. Well, you know, works. okay, all right. You know what, Wackley? The reason I'm being so descriptive here is um, right. because I got an email from some guy that's like, "How can you listen to all the back episodes? Because on your website, it only goes to like episode 280 <laughs> or something." Okay, yeah. Well, that's something useful. Knowing how iTunes works doesn't explain to the well, listeners that all saying. the backup ones are there to this guy it's like every show every all 332.1 episodes of sick and wrong are on itunes but not on the they website are. you don't know why because i am too lazy to post all those to the website that would take forever for some reason the descriptions don't show up in the main itunes page anymore well that's something you're gonna have to take up with uh steve jobs replacement <laughs> Nobody that guy's knows. Name? I feel bad for that guy. Nobody knows what his name is. Steve Jobs is a household name for many years. I think it's like Peter O'Toole or something, right? <laughs> it's some, I think it is. It's some gay English guy. Not that there's anything wrong with being gay, but I—that's how he was described in the in the newspaper. He was like a homosexual Englishman. Yeah, like kind of balding and sort of effeminate. And I, yeah. I think his name's Bob Evans or something like that. I don't remember. Bob so, Evans? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> anyway, go to iTunes and download the show, you faggots. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, while you're at it, Sigron Quattro Tees are uh, at the Sigron store right now, waiting to I be purchased. I can't believe there's any left. No, we have a few uh, extra larges left, and a couple larges. I, you know, nobody I've, wants. Nobody's going to buy an extra large. I mean, not the general populace, right? We need to get on the nick of the new ones, I guess. Yeah, we're going to start working on that. I was trying to crack the whip on that. Our uh, buddy Joe, Joe Kelly over there, but he's got other obligations to other podcasts. Yeah, he's working with other fucking more popular, like, celebrity podcasts now. Yeah, The Fitz Dog. The Fitz Dog. Um, but anyway, I got a couple ideas up his sleeve. But right now, go get a Quattro T while they last. Get them before the uh, new Total Recall comes out so you can actually look kind of cool when you go see the, see the movie. Uh, Wackerly, did you know a couple people died that uh, died of note? Um, also died this past week, and I was going to mention them here on the show. Maybe we could do a shot to my friend that, that passed. And then also um, Russian baritone crooner Edward Keel, who uh, yeah, actually performed that. the Tra La La song. The Tra La La song. Whatever. Tra La La, Tra La La. It depends on the region of the world where you're from. True. The accent, the, the dialect. accent with it. Um, anyway, he had a stroke and caused irreversible brain damage. He died at 77. Also, Richard Dawson, a man who we've actually referred to here on the show. He hosted Family Feud. Um, he had a predilection for kissing some of the contestants. Uh, no people, matter how young and under, seemingly underage. People called him the Kissing Bandit. I'm sure his wife loved that. He also was Corporal Peter Newkirk on Hogan's Heroes. True. And uh, he played Damon Killian, the host of the titular game show, The Running Man. So uh, for all those people, you know, I will tip my glass to you. You got to play the song at some point, don't you? Maybe a bad music bed. Yeah, you know, maybe I will play a little bit of uh, the Trollolo song. But then you got to go into the true song of the week, right? Yeah, the, the true song of the week actually is a little more apropos, actually. This was uh, sent in by William. Um, 
He sends in a link to a song by Big Lurch. Big Lurch was a rapper. And uh, he uh, sent a song called I Did It To You, which is one of Big Lurch's songs. And uh, he's saying, if you don't play this as song of the week, I'll do it to you both. And by doing it to you, I don't mean butt sex. I mean cannibalism. Starting with a heart, all of that creepy-ass towel head in Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. He's talking about a molar ram, right? I suppose. I guess. He says, I'm looking, quite for- I'm looking forward to quite an episode this week. Uh, not to tell you how to run your podcast, but a cannibalism-themed episode seems rather perfect. You know, that's, that's the only way I got the idea. I had no, I had no idea what to do when, when I first started preparing for the show. I'm like, what should so we talk about? Email? What are we going to do? And I read this, and I'm like, you know what? This guy gives me all my ideas. He tells me how to run this show. Without him, where would we be, Wackerly? Where would we He's be? He's like your ingenue. He is. I think we'd both be My Little Pony fans. We'd be bronies. This would be the brony <laughs> podcast. Be the mo- and it'd probably be way more popular. <laughs> now it's going to be the merman. The merman and the, <laughs> the blob merman. podcast. Anyway, Big Lurch was arrested. I think we talked about him a while ago. He like ate his girlfriend's liver. He killed his girlfriend and ate like a part of her liver. I think he cut off her tit. Um all around evil what, guys. Is he in prison now or what? Yeah, he's in prison in Texas. But I think this song, um, he, he includes a link here, but uh, I think this song is about is about um, cannibalism. So he writes, keep it sick, keep it wrong, um, William. So we're going to end the show here with the song, Did It To You. Uh, people will be back next week with episode 333. That episode will not be cannibal, cannibalism themed, but it might be My Little Pony themed. Depends on what William tells us to do. I hope. What, what if he doesn't email back? We're just gonna have to delay it till we hear from him. I think we're just gonna have to wing it. I don't know. It could be the. It could be the. Why hasn't William emailed us? Theme. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? He might be dead. We're gonna have to send out the stevedore after him. People will be back next week. Until then, take it sleazy. You know, I just killed this song, fool. Yeah, I make it dead, fool. Nothing but your murder. Yeah, uh, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Freddy Krueger. Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and all of your friends are friends to sue ya. The murder's a hobby, I'm using a torture chamber, not a ruga. So if you wake up in a puddle of blood, nigga, I did it to ya. Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Freddy Krueger. Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and all of your friends are friends to sue ya. The murder's a hobby, I'm using a torture chamber, and not a ruga. So if you wake up in a puddle of blood, nigga, I did it to ya. There's a million ways to die, a million ways to kill So I'ma set an example out of a motherfucker without my steel Cause I'm like a hungry lion, I move in for the slaughter Killing for the simplest things, twenty dollar bills and even quarters I'm like a vampire, nigga, fresh meat, I can't pass it Walking down the street with a syringe, injecting booze with battery acid Leaving your mama singing the blues, nigga, I'm bad news I watch you sink to the bottom of the ocean, where it's cement shoes When I was born, a doctor twisted up the facts He said that I was the devil's son, so now I'm having flat the preacher almost drowned me at baptism So on the six-year anniversary of my birth, I had to get him So call the coroner, cause Lucky Lurch just warming up Dead bodies are still decapitating, nigga with maggots swarming up Cause murder's a hobby, abuse in a torture chamber, and not a ruga So if you wake up and I put up a blood, nigga, I did it too Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Freddy Krueger Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and all of your friends are friends to school ya The murder's a hobby, I'm using a torture chamber, and not a ruga So if you wake up and I put up a blood, nigga, I did it to ya Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Freddy Krueger Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and all of your friends are friends to school